0: everyone matt smith here matt smith real estate group all or nothing in real estate i was going through some old content and found some great trainings that i'd done in the past um, that i wanted to share with you so stay tuned there's going to be some great content and it will reference some other things because we did do it in the past but it's such great content i wanted to share with share it with you all to make sure you had it So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Welcome to All or Nothing in Real Estate, an exclusive real estate platform created to take your real estate career to the next level. My name is Matt Smith, and I run the number 15 real estate team in the nation. For years, I've had mentors and colleagues pour into me, and now it's my turn to give back. This is not your typical real estate podcast. I work in the trenches every single day, and I'm offering you real advice, no bullshit, no fluff, no theories, These are proven processes that will take you to the next level no matter where you are in your business. My team was also featured as an Inc. 5000 fastest growing company in the nation. And I'm also a real estate coach through Cheplac Select Coaching as just another way for me to give back. So I have just one question. Are you ready to give it your all or nothing? All right, guys. So, um... As I was doing notes this morning, I was doing some last minute prep and uh, I'm going to do my best to get all three subjects. This is session one of all or nothing training. Appreciate you guys all being here. Um, The goal is to accomplish mindset, time management and accountability, but I will not do you guys the disservice of not going in depth on these topics. So um, based on my notes um, of how much my fingers hurt from typing this morning, it may be all in mindset, which is uh, the most important thing anyway, in my opinion. So um, let's start with mindset. So why is mindset important? Um, Mindset is everything in my opinion. So I'll give you a little story of my life. So about seven years ago, I was uh, barely making enough money to get by. Um, was working on my family sawmill and decided, you know what? I, I want, I want more for myself. I want more for my family. I just want to, I want to start learning and growing more. And so it all started with what I fed my mind. So I started reading books. I started finding people that had, had done some things to be successful in their lives, and I started learning from them. Um, and then I started applying what I learned. Um, and it sounds very, very simple, but that's the point blank reason of why I'm at where I'm at today is because I started wanting more for myself and started feeding my mind better information. So I want to gift you guys with that same opportunity by just realizing the coolest thing is mindset is the most important thing, in my opinion, but it's also in your control. You can control what you feed your mind. So it is the most important thing to be successful in life, but it's also the thing that you can control the most. Just imagine this. We all know those people in life, right? We all know people that feed their mind negative things. They have negative thoughts, right? There's all these um, negative people. And you see these memes out there of you become the average of the five people that you 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 hang around, right? So um, it's true. I mean, it is true to a certain extent. If you um, if you hang around five people that talk about success, talk about growing their businesses, talk about doing more to help the community and helping people. Guess what you will naturally do? You will naturally start helping people, right? So it's all about what you feed your mind and who you hang around. It's all about your crowd, and so make sure that you are focusing on hanging around the right people and feeding your mind positive things. Don't let negativity rule your life. The average people, the average person that rule that walk around, around walk around this world, think about negative things all the time. And then if you if you're thinking negative, you're not going to act positive, right? So feed yourself positive thoughts. Think positive. It sounds simple, it sounds cliche, but it's it's very, very powerful. Um, so again, like I said, the best part about it is that you're in control of it. So um, if you start, I, I learned to teach myself triggers. So as soon as I start thinking negative, um, it's a trigger for me. and I automatically go extreme on the other end to think something extremely positive., um, it's just a trigger. I've taught myself by catching myself saying something or think even not even saying it, thinking something negative. I've just caught myself and taught myself to use that as a trigger to go the opposite side of the fence. So um I'm going to challenge you guys today. So I'm going to say, what if you thought, what if you thought had the mindset of an overachiever, even if you aren't one yet? What if you acted as if every single day that you were an overachiever? By default, you do nothing else, but you act as if you're an overachiever. Guess what? You will automatically achieve more. Sounds simple, right? But it's so true. I'm living proof of it. My mindset has changed my life there's a lot of other things that go into it but it starts with mindset mindset is the most important thing if you act as if you are an overachiever you will become an overachiever like they say fake it till you make it i don't believe in that saying but um like they say for you dress for the job that you want i'm gonna use that as an analogy well think for the mind that you want think for the life that you want feed your mind visualize what you want to achieve and think that way what do people that are more successful than you do every day? They think positive. They think about their future. They don't engage in negative talk. They hang around, around the right people. They're constantly working and growing, on, growing themselves because of their mindset. So what if you guys were able to get a clear picture of what you wanted in your life? This really helped me. And I, to be honest, I struggle with it because as you continue to grow and continue to achieve things in your life, that vision changes. And it will continue to challenge you and get you outside of your comfort zones, which is a very, very important part of growth. But what if you got a clear picture of you want, what you wanted in next month? What do you want in your life in the next month? What do you want to accomplish? We spend far too much time focusing on negative things, things that draw us back in life and not enough time on what do I want to achieve? What do I want my life to look like in the next 30 days? I want you guys to understand the importance of that. If that's what you think about, and you think about that in a positive way, I can do this. Whether it's Um, I can relate a lot of success in business to like health or fitness, right? So just because you work out one day, you're not healthy. Just because you eat healthy one day, you don't lose 10 pounds. It takes consistency, right? But it all starts with, you know what? I think I want to get in shape. Same thing with business. Same thing with success in life. It all correlates, right? If you just, you have to think about it first. You have to get the mindset of this is what I want to achieve and why it's important to me. You have to tie it to a why. Otherwise, you'll have that day where you wake up. You, going back to the fitness analogy, you'll wake up and um, you'll just, it'll be it'll be a cold morning. You won't want to get out of your warm bed, right? You'll just hit snooze on the alarm and all oh, I can work out later. Then you procrastinate, later becomes tomorrow. Tomorrow becomes next week. And then you gain another 10 pounds instead of losing the 10, right? We've all done it. So same thing with life, with business, with whatever you want to achieve. Um, it's all one life. So um, those of you, um, some of my team's on the call today, so you guys have heard me say this before, but work-life balance is bullshit. Sorry for the language. It's just, that's how passionate I am about it because it does not exist. You got one life, live it how you want to put it in your mind, what you want to accomplish. And it all ties in and correlates, especially your real estate agents listening today. You know how it works. I will, I will help teach you how to do some time management to make it better, but some things are out of your control in this business, right? So you might as well enjoy it while you're doing it. All right. So now we talked about the next month. What about the next year? What do you want to accomplish in the next year? I'm not talking about oh i want to make x amount of money that's not tangible you got to visualize it you got to think about it i want to i want to achieve this in my life and i want to achieve it because of this i want to i want to help i want to serve 50 families this year by helping them buy or sell their home why is that important to you there's got to be a meaning behind it more than just money there's got to be a meaning behind it but you have to it starts with what do you what do you want to accomplish? And you have to have a clear vision and a clear picture of that the next month, the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years. What if you thought about all those things, right? And then you fed your mind positive thoughts about those clear definable goals, the reasons you want to accomplish them. And then you fed yourself enough positive thoughts that you realize you can achieve them. Instead of being the average person that when I tell them my goals, you, again, I'll tell a personal story. We were at our award ceremony two years ago <clears throat> for our local awards, and uh, we, we won salesperson of the year for third year in a row or something, um, and uh, we, I think we closed $78 million in volume. And when somebody came up to me at the snack bar, right? We were getting drinks, and they said, what are you going to do, $100 million next year? And laughed in my face. I said, as a matter of fact, that's my goal. Thank you. You just motivated me. Right. So because I have that mindset, they, they think small. Don't trust me. I tracked their numbers. <laughs> I tracked their numbers off last year because they had the mindset of, oh, what are you going to do? hundred million? They did less than three, just so you know. And we did, we did 94. See the difference? Because I have the mindset of, you know what? Thank you. You helped me set my next goal. How can I achieve it? Makes a big, big difference versus being the negative person and making fun of those people that want more in life. You do not get what you want in life by, by being a bully, picking on people, by, by knocking down people for having big goals and big aspirations. The world has a way of rewarding people that help, help others up. That's a, that's a scarcity mindset. I don't want you guys to be, have a scarcity mindset. You've got to be able to, the more people you help, the more you get helped. The more you give, the more you get, right? It's the law of reciprocity. I can't explain it, but it works. That's one of the things I love about this EXP model. Is it allows me to help people on a larger scale that's why i'm doing these trainings because i want to help people i truly do i feel like that's my passion i enjoy it for those of you on my team that get to hear me talk all the time you probably get tired of hearing me say it but why i wake up every day is because i want to help you guys i enjoy hearing your stories of how you came to the team became successful and now your life has changed for you and your family forever i want more of that i'm selfishly i love that feeling So I want that feeling more. And so the EXP model allows me to do that. But that's my mindset is helping people. If the EXP model doesn't work for certain people, people that don't have the right mindset, people that are closed-minded, people that are scarce and want to keep all their secrets into themselves. I'm here to tell you, there is no secrets to real estate. There is no secrets to success. There's no magic pill. There's no unicorns, no rainbows. All this stuff's bullshit. That's what the people use as clickbait to sell you a course. It doesn't work. It, you have to put in the work. You have to do the right things in the right order. You have to have the right mindset. But again, the choice is yours. It's your, your mindset. You get to choose. What are you feeding your mind every day? Right. I mean, for those of you that know me, for those of you who may not know me, I mean, I'm, I came my graduating class had 30 kids in it, maybe 33, something like that. I came from Newburgh High School. For those of you who are local, nobody special grew up pretty poor. The reason I am in the position I am right now is because I focused on my mindset. That's it. That's where it starts. Just got news that we were ranked number 15 in the nation last year. Real Trends Ranking just came out. Number 15 large team in the country. For me, I'm nobody. Well, guess what I have? I have a great mindset. All right, no negativity. We kind of already covered that. Um, but the, I can't stress that enough. Most people on the daily fill their their thoughts with negative, their, their minds with negative thoughts. You just, they think things like, oh, it must be nice. How many of you that have achieved something in your life have heard that? It must be nice. Every time I hear that, whether it's towards me or towards somebody else, I instantly defend that person. Because you have no clue what that story of that person was, right? They, the overnight success stories, they don't see the 10 years of work those people put in before that overnight success, right? There's just so much more to it when you when you open your eyes and you have a Um, an abundance mindset, you can realize the people that are actually successful in life have put in the work, they've put in the time. Is there the occasional lottery winner? Sure, whatever. Um, But that's the exception, not the rule. 99% of successful people have earned it, and they've done things the right way. Or it's not fair, or yeah, that guy or girl must have had an advantage that I didn't have. I'm going to tell you a secret. I've been very, very fortunate to hang around with a lot of people in this wonderful EXP network. They're way more successful than me. I'm a part of Arte Syndicate Group with Andy Forcell and Ed Milette. A lot of huge, huge successful entrepreneurs around the world. And the people that are actually truly successful are at the top and stay at the top. They, most of them have a story of struggles in their life. They struggled to get where they were. They had a childhood trauma, their parents split. They, Whatever it is, you name a struggle, they had it. But guess what they did? Instead of using that as a crutch, to use that as fuel as motivation to be better. That's the difference. That's because their mind was right. So when you say when people say oh mindset's not that important. I'm here to tell you different. Mindset's everything. Everything. Uh the work comes before the belief. So I'm here telling you, oh you got to get your mind right, you got to do this, but if you don't put in the work, it doesn't matter, right? And you can you can hear me rah rah say mindset mindset mindset, think positive, but it doesn't matter until you put in the work. What happens is when you put in the work first, the belief comes. So say you have a goal of um, you're an a real estate agent, right? Say you want to say you want to sell 25 homes this year. I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out there. If you put in the work to sell those 25 homes, you every single day wake up and do what you need to do to put those in. Guess what? Now you believe you believe that you can sell 25 homes and serve tor- 25 families in a year. But the work comes first. You can't just spread your fairy dust and say I'm going to sell 25 homes. You have to believe it, but you have to put in the work. What's cool about that that exact scenario? Once you've accomplished that. Your mindset needs to go to now that's my accomplishment that's my new standard what else can i do that's how you take your business from here to here you continually level up right how many people do you know that just settle they just get comfortable nothing great happens in your comfort zone what's cool about your mindset is once you and you're putting the work and then you can believe it you build confidence in yourself right but you have to um sorry let me go back so you put in the work you have to do it consistently there's a big big key point there People think, oh, well, I made I made my I made my calls this week and nothing happened. I guess I'm gonna stop making my calls because I had the same result two weeks ago when I didn't make any. That's not how it works. It takes time, consistent effort over time, right? Those of you on my team, you know we I I preach that we work on a 90-day schedule. What we do today affects our business 90 days from now, right? So What's so important about that is you have to put in the work consistently. That's what I mean by the work comes before the belief. You can't put in the work for a day and expect you to lose 10 pounds overnight, right? It takes time for that stuff to happen. It takes time to build that callous, to build that habit and for that momentum to start carrying over. And then once you get that momentum, here comes confidence. And now you realize you can achieve it. Then once you can achieve it, now your goals grow higher. So it all starts with putting in the work, like I said. You put in the work, then the belief comes. And then you just have to, from that point, continually think what's next. Now I did 25 homes, right? What can I do now? Because 25 is my new standard. I've already proven I can do that. What else can I do and take it to the next level? Well, you have the confidence, you know you can do 25 now, but at that point you have a choice. Are you gonna be like the average person that sits back, puts your feet up on the desk and just sells 25 every year? Or do you wanna sell 50 the next, right? It's all about mindset. It's all about what do you wanna achieve in life? And again, it's not about the money. Money's important, don't get me wrong. Money, there's a lot of great things you can do with money. But if money's your sole focus, you're not. Gonna, you're never gonna do anything great in this life. I am speaking from personal experience, my story. Um, again, if you're on my team, it's gonna be on repeat, but I think it's just important to tell my story. So when I was an individual agent, um, I had, it was 43 pendings I had on my pendings board as an individual agent, my very first full year in real estate, 43 pendings. What I found was every single morning I get my calculator, I get on my calculator and I, I had a GCI category, right? Or sales price. And I'll do 3% of whatever, add all those up times 3%. Be like, wow. And then I do my split and be like, wow, that's how much money I've got got coming in. I would calculate the commission first thing in the morning because that's what I was focused on. Half of those deals fell apart because number one, you cannot handle 43 escrows as, escrows as a single agent, hence why I have a team now. Um, but also because I was focused on the wrong things, I would show up to closings and I would be I, I would be struggling to remember their story like i realize there's more to it than just making the money these i'm helping these people their families buy or sell the largest investment of their life like i need to i need to slow down so i can speed up if that makes sense so anyway i tell you that to tell you so half of those deals fell through well this year we're going to sell 850 homes you know why because i don't have a clue how much money we're going to make i don't have a clue i don't care as long as I have money in the bank, I know how many lives I'm affecting in a positive way. My, my focus changed. When I focused on helping people and realizing there's people involved in this, my business exploded. So your intent matters. Don't get me wrong, you need money, right? Money is very, very important. I'm able to give more money um, on a yearly basis to charities than I used to make. That's great, I'm blessed to do that. But that's not my driving factor, right? That's a benefit of being able to help people. All right, all or nothing mentality. So that's what I call this training. Um, I found a lot of common themes when I look back the last three, four or five years of my life, a lot of things that I wrote down to myself and notes I put to myself had a lot to do with all or nothing. That's just how I operate. I operate as if I'm going to do it, I'm doing, I'm jumping in with both feet. You guys all know those people that say, oh, this is a great idea. Let me just, let me just try this. Try is a cuss word in my vocabulary. Those of you on my team will, will vouch for it. Is any, anytime anybody on my team says try, I say, I'm sorry, what was that? Because we don't allow it. Because you don't try. You either do it or you don't. That's the mindset, right? If you if you are serious about it, you really want it, go do it. Don't try it. You do or you don't. Which one? And so if you're going to do something, go all in, all out effort. And that ties into another thing. Plus one mentality. I always, always think, what can I do to one up everybody else? What can I do to wow that customer? What can I do to um, wow one of my agents by making them feel more important? What can i do in this training to give you guys an extra nugget that you wouldn't have gotten somewhere else i want a plus one i want you guys leaving like wow that was awesome nobody else has done anything like that i constantly am pushing myself to think about what can i do to add more value what can i do as a plus one what can i leave as that person's like wow that was different i want i want a lot of wows in my life i want to give everybody plus one most people go through life giving the bare minimum to just get by so if you actually go the extra mile, which is one of our core values, and you do have the plus one mentality, it becomes a habit in your life, you will stand out. You will be different because most people are used to everybody just doing the bare minimum to get by. So when you go above and beyond, you can do this in anything, anything in life. So let's use, we use working out earlier. So when somebody says, um, oh, we gotta do five sets and 10 reps, I'm gonna do six sets, I'm gonna do 11 reps. I'm doing one more, right? Somebody like right now I'm on 75 hard. I don't do 45 minutes. I do at least 46, my two workouts, one more. It sounds stupid, but it's a habit in my life. So I do one more in everything. What else can I do? It sounds simple. It sounds very, very small, but it makes a huge, huge difference. So again, jump in with both feet sink or swim, right? A lot of people will say, well, what if I fail? What if I give it my absolute all and I fail? So what? At least you tried. At least, you know, you jumped in with both feet. You gave it your all. What are you going to do when you fail? You're going to sit back. You're going to reflect and say, what could I have done better? A failure is only a failure if you quit. Otherwise, failures are the best learning lessons in life. I've had a lot of them. A lot of the knowledge I'm able to share is because I've done stuff wrong and I learned from it. That's it. I'm not not afraid to fail because I know that I'm going to pick myself up and I'm going to learn from it, right? So don't be afraid to fail. Jump all in. If you got an idea, go with it. Jump for it. Jump in with both feet. There's a lot of people that I've talked to, a lot of successful people that say that their biggest life lessons came from failures. I mean, there's a lot of successful, very, very wealthy people in this country that went bankrupt, but now they're, I mean, they're billionaires, but they were bankrupt before, but they failed, but they learned from it. Look where they are now. Use that as an analogy. All right, plus one. Everything I do is plus one. What I mean by that is I do more to stand out. I want to be different I want to stand out from the crowd. I want to be different. And so you got to think plus one. We just, most of you know, we got a, we're on a national TV show. So we just met with a new potential seller that's going to be on the show. Um, and as soon as we got back, I said, what can we do to stand out for this person? Because it's a gorgeous, gorgeous home. Um, and we're not sure if they want to list it or not. And it's anyway. Um, so we're just like, all right, what can we do to stand out? If they do want to list it, we know for a fact, they're going to pick us. So we we thought about it. We brainstormed. What can we do to stand out? How many of you do that? After after a normal listing presentation, how many of you come back and say, "What can I do to make sure I secure that?" Or do you wait on that seller to call you, right? What are you doing plus one? You have to stand out from the crowd. Don't be a part of the crowd, stand out from the crowd. Be different, be proactive. You got to be willing what others aren't willing. Be willing to do what others aren't willing to do. You want to be successful in this life, you've got to be able to do things that other people aren't willing to do. Period. The concept that successful people had an unfair advantage or they're born with this natural talent or this ability to be more successful than you. That's bullshit, guys. That's, that's an excuse that people, that losers say. Don't be a loser. You guys are better than that. Don't fall into the excuses. Be better. Don't say, oh, well, it's not fair they had this. You have no clue where that person came from. And like I said, I've been very, very fortunate to talk with a lot of very, very successful people. And most of them outwork me on a daily basis. Their net worth is way, way, way more. Some of them hundreds of millions of dollars. And they still work harder than me. That's how they got where they are. So don't use that as an excuse. Don't let the average or the losers tell you it's well, you you're never gonna be that person. They're never gonna be that person. Don't let them project their insecurities on you. If I would have listened to people, when I said I wanted to start a real estate team, people laughed in my face. A team won't work there, it won't work in your market. Ha, good luck. We're number 15 team in the freaking country, guys. In Little Fort Leonardwood, Missouri. Less than a well now over a hundred agents in our board barely think about that. Everybody that's above us on the list or even close to us on the list is in a big big city, but we use that to turn that to be different to our advantage. It makes a big big difference. Don't let people kill your dreams. You can accomplish it. You just got to put in the work and you got to know that you can accomplish it. So successful people, a lot of people will say, oh well, they had this unfair advantage. They had this. They had that. Ninety nine percent of their skill sets have been learned. They taught themselves. They failed forward they learn those skill sets. Are you focusing on getting better every single day? Are you focusing on growing your skill sets? Are you one of those people in the background that's sitting around making excuses? Learn from your mistakes, learn from other people. There's so much free content out there today. There's so much value that will allow you to project your life forward. So much. You just got to go find it. All right. so their skill sets have been learned by putting in the work. They're very, very self aware. So are you self aware? Those of you on my team, this will sound familiar. After a phone call and it doesn't go well, right? You gotta, gotta, uh, whether it's a buyer or seller you're talking to and they hang up on you, right? What do you, what's the first thing I tell you guys to do? Sit back and reflect. What could you have done different or better? What do most people do? They point the finger. Well, that guy's a jerk, he hung up on me. That may be right. Why don't you accept some responsibility first? Maybe there's something you could have done better. Maybe you came across wrong to that person. Maybe they had something going on in their life that you didn't know about. Look in the mirror first. What could you have done better? What could you have learned from that phone call that you can improve the next time? Because our goal is to help people, right? If they hang up on us, we can't help them. It's our responsibility to get through to them, get their wall down. We can have a valid conversation with them to see if we can help them. If they hang up on us, that's our fault. Not not many people have that mindset. Think about that for a second. I train my team. If they call a lead and that lead hangs up on them, that is their fault, not the leads. It's a big difference in mindset you want to know why my team of 120 or 20 agents will close 120 deals in june that's why all right so also successful people are focused every single day they want to be a little bit better you're either growing or dying every day are you getting better or worse if you're one of those people that sit back and put your feet up on the desk you're gonna you're gonna stay stagnant right Guess what? There's somebody like me that's young and hungry. That's come up and it's going it's to pass you. That's one of the things that motivates me every day. I remember where I used to be. I know there's somebody out there that's trying to, trying to surpass me. So I work harder than I used to because I know that's coming. I know how I felt. So they're constantly getting better and better each and every day. They're always striving for more. Most successful people are never fully satisfied. Don't take that as they're unhappy. There's way different thing. They're just not satisfied with where they are. They want more. They are always striving for more. And most successful people stay humble as well. You'll hear a lot of people that are the average or the people that will never be successful talk about money's a bad thing. People with money had to screw people over to get there. It's the exact opposite. That's their excuse. That's their insecurities because they don't want to put in the work to become successful. Most people that have money that, that are successful have got there doing things the right way. I've met with a lot of them. They're great, great people. Would give you the shirt off their back. That's why they're successful, is because they helped more people. All right, so constantly be on the lookout on how you can stand out. Go out of your way to do one more. Always go out of your way to do one more. What's plus one? What can I do to stand out? How can I go the extra mile? Which is one of our core values, right? How can we go the extra mile for this client? How can I go the extra mile for you agents? I want to wow people. I want people after I meet with them, I want them to say, Wow, I've done my job, right? I don't want them to just be happy. I want them to be over the top happy. I want to exceed their expectations. So I'm addicted to one more, one more rep at the gym, one more call when I'm prospecting, one more appointment set for the day, whatever it is, I'm gonna do one more, I'm gonna do one more. Because everybody else is doing half of what they're supposed to do and just barely getting by. I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do plus one. Where, where is that gonna put me in a year's time? Hopefully way ahead of everybody else, right? <clears throat> so Michael Jordan, most, most of you know, and this is not up for debate, he is the best basketball player of all time. No debate allowed, he is. You guys can't talk anyway, so you can't argue. Um, but in my opinion, Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. Michael Jordan was not born more talented than all the other NBA players. Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball team. He was cut. Coach said, sorry, you can't play. Don't make the excuse of Michael Jordan was just born talented. Michael Jordan Jordan put in more work. He did more practice. He, he took more shots. That's why he was more successful. If you guys watch The Last Dance, you'll also realize he his mindset – was probably one of the strongest mindsets in history. His will to win is one of the reasons he was able to be so successful. He was gonna win at all costs, but look back for the rest of time, he's gonna be known as the greatest basketball player that ever lived because of his mindset, because of his effort. Another thing I wrote down here, he didn't just practice, he practiced with intent. There's a big, big difference. Are you just going through the motions day to day? Are you, is your intent strong? Are you trying to continually push forward and move the needle? All right, um, Tom Brady and Tiger Woods are also good examples of people that have made it in sports, right? So I'm not a Tom Brady fan, just full transparency. However, you got to respect the guy. Probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady was basically undrafted. Nobody thought he was going to be successful, right? He just didn't have the talent. He didn't have the athletic build, didn't have the athleticism, whatever it is. You can name any excuse. Did he let that stop him? No. He used that as fuel, as motivation to become successful. I think sports are great analogies for business because you can do the same thing. What are you? What are What are you trying to accomplish in your life? You got to find motivators. I've got good motivators and bad motivators. I want to help. I want to help people, right? I just, I just enjoy. It. I'm addicted to helping people. But I also have some people like, uh, oh, what are you going to do? 100 million next year? I got them on the other shoulder in case I'm having a bad day or need some bad motivation, right? I use that as fuel. You guys need to stay motivated. You need to realize that if you put in the work, great things will happen. But on that note, don't don't fall too far to the negative side. You have to remain positive. Um, I've I've fallen in this trap myself, so I just want to warn you guys, um, don't be don't be the the negative person. You've got to focus more on the positive. The negative is just there in case you're having a bad day type thing. Um, Focus on where you're going, not the things in their past that that uh, that give you fuel. Yesterday's accomplishment is now your new standard. I think we talked about this a little bit, but I think this is great. What you accomplished doesn't mean, oh, my gosh, now I got to put my feet on the desk. Right. Yesterday's accomplishment is now your standard. You accomplished it. You know how to do it. You know how to put in the work to accomplish that. That's your standard now. Anything less than that is unacceptable. And if you don't grow from there, that's because you didn't try. Is that what your mindset is or is your mindset? Oh, I sold twenty five houses. I hope I can sell twenty five again next year. My mind says, "I sold 25. I'm gonna sell 75 next year. I know I can do 25. That's easy. What else can I do? You expand your capacity when you accomplish something. Your capacity expands. I can't explain it. It's very, very hard. But I'm just telling you, as you as you progress through life, you you realize you can you can accomplish more. And once you can can accomplish more, now you can learn more, and then you can accomplish more. It grows and grows and grows as you get accomplishments." Your capacity grows as you get, as you reach success. All right, mental toughness. Mental toughness will change your life. I'm gonna ask you guys, I want you to think about this. What do you do when adversity comes in your life? What do you do when you have a struggle? Cause I'm gonna tell you what I do. I run to it. I got a problem, I run to it. How can I figure it out as quickly as I possibly can? Cause I know I'm gonna come out the other side of that, stronger and better, I'm gonna learn from it. Most people will tuck their tail and run. They'll run from it, they'll hide from it. Oh, if I ignore it, it'll go away. That's not, that's not how you achieve success in life. That's not how you get mentally tough. Mental toughness will take you so far in life. Some of you know a little bit more about my sto- story, but as I've been growing this team, there's been nothing but adversity coming at me. If I didn't have mental toughness, I would not be sitting here having this co- talk with you today. It's very, very important that you build that callus in your brain that you can realize adversity is an opportunity. Adversity is an opportunity for you to learn and come out the other side even stronger. I call it, I'm calloused to adversity now. When it comes, I don't overreact. Well, we'll figure this one out too, just like we have the rest, right? That's how we're able to continue to progress forward. So um, I was at, some of you may know, I was at a different brokerage previously um, and didn't have the best experience. And so I'm gonna use this as a story to tell you guys um, that that adversity of, it was just not a good company culture, um, did not have the right values that align with my values. And there's just a lot of things I didn't agree with. And so what I what I was able to do with that is flip that around, not overnight. I learned a lot from this because I used this as a negative for the longest time. But now I realize that was a blessing that I had that experience. If I had not had that experience, my team culture, my company would not be where it's at. That was a blessing to have that. How many of you have a mindset that your adversities are blessings? Because you're able to learn from it and accomplish it. It's so easy to say oh well that guy's an asshole or he took advantage of me or whatever right but think about it long term that you if you learn from that that will change your life my team culture is most important to me and i would not have that as my number one priority if i did not have that bad experience it's huge all right every day you're getting better you're getting worse choice is yours what are you doing every day are you focused on getting better are you gonna beat the person you saw in the mirror yesterday? Or are you gonna settle? Are you gonna be satisfied with where you are? I wake up every single day trying to become better. People overestimate what they can accomplish in a day and underestimate what they can accomplish in a year. I'm gonna say that again. Most people overestimate what they can accomplish in a day and underestimate what they can accomplish in a year. What I mean by that is you can't lose 10 pounds overnight, right, You're Just it's not gonna happen. But if you consistently eat healthy, you consistently have good habits, work out, you can lose those 10 pounds, but it takes time. So every single day, it's small, consistent wins. If you were just working on getting a little bit better each and every day, you'll wake up six months from now, a year from now and be like, wow, my life's completely different because every single day you got a little bit better. There's no secret. That's the secret. Focus on be- get better in yourself every single day, every day. This was on my original notes that I, I discussed with my team whenever we're doing our onboarding. So uh, most of you probably know this, but the stat the staggering statistics for new real estate agents it's somewhere around 87% of real estate agents fail within the first 3 years of real estate 87% that's a huge failure rate why is that a lot of this 40 minutes you just listened to is a lot of it in my opinion how many people have you heard all of you real estate agents have people call you hey i've been thinking about getting real estate i like looking at houses right you've all heard that before but come to find out that's not what real estate's about there's a lot more moving pieces to it right however I also think that if you can get your mindset right and you can get education because there's a huge lack of education in our industry, which is one of the reasons I'm doing this course, right? EXP, we're grateful to have all the live training they do, and they do a great job. But I just wanted to add to that because I feel like poor mindset and lack of education are the reason real estate agents fail and leadership. They have poor leadership. What's even crazier for that? So of the around 13% that make it, about 80% of those make more money working at McDonald's than they do in real estate. Think about that. You got 100 agents in a room, 13 of them make it. Now you only got, what, three, four of them that are making more money than they would make at McDonald's. They started with 100. That's a huge, huge problem in our industry. Think about that. It's all because of mindset, training, and I think leadership, too, has a lot to do with it. There's a lot of people that just want to get their license and um, don't want to put in the work. And that's fine if you're an agent that doesn't want to sell a lot of houses. Don't take this as I'm going to pressure you to sell houses. I just want to help you be better if you want to become better. It's getting your mindset right has absolutely changed my life. And I want I just want to share that it's not called time management. It's choice management. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. We all have the same amount of time. What you do with it is your choice. So anytime you say the words time management or I don't have time, replace that with choice because it's your choice. What are you doing with your time? That is your your—it's choice management, not time management. We all have an even playing field on time. What are you doing with that time? All right. So I'm going to give you some hacks. These are some real, real hacks that work for me that I use in my business every single day um, that really have helped me become more effective. It's not about being busy. How many of you wear busy as a badge of honor? Um, I'm so busy. Oh my gosh. I'm so busy. When's the last time you got a trophy for being busy? It's about being productive and effective. Not busy, so get busy out of your vocabulary also. Those of you on my team know I hate that word, just like try. We don't, we don't strive to be busy, we try, strive to be productive or effective. As a real estate agent, if you become more effective, you give yourself a raise. On my team, we track all of our numbers, right? So if you can make less calls, talk to more people, set more appointments, you gave yourself an automatic pay raise. Your capacity expanded by becoming more productive, more effective. You're in charge of your pay. How effective are you gonna be with your time? How effective are, what choices are you gonna make today to focus on your business? Are you gonna work on your DPAs first? Are you gonna let the emails come in that aren't important, aren't urgent? Are you gonna answer your emails first thing in the morning? That's the worst thing you can do because there's nothing but bad news and wasted time in your emails. I saw some laughter because it's true. You get in your emails and, or you check Facebook, right? Oh, I wonder what's going on Facebook. That's a time warp. It takes your time away, block your time. It's your choice. What do you what's more effective for your business? <clears throat> Again, it's gotta be tied to a why, right? So I've got two little girls at home. I want to leave a legacy for them. So would my girls be proud of me when I come in and check Facebook first thing in the morning? Nope. Will they be proud of me if I come in and knock out the most difficult task I got for the day first thing? Probably. Right? And a lot of us get in overwhelm mode. Oh my gosh, I got so much to do, so much to do. Block it out. How do you how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Break it up in bite sized pieces. You can only accomplish so much in a day. If it's a task or task that's going to take more than one day to caught up, get caught up, break it into break it into um, bite-sized pieces. Get five tasks you want to get done today. Better that, that you can accomplish. Accomplish those you won the day. Then move to the next day. You don't have to accomplish it all in the same day, but if you do a little bit each day, guess what? You accomplish it, and then and then it's not overwhelming right? That's where we get busy. We get busy because we're like, oh my gosh, that's so much information. That's so much. That's so much that I got to do, right? Well, if you if you get in that stress and overwhelm mode, you're not productive, you're not effective, you've got to break it down in bite sized pieces and knock it out. Alright, so you've got to block your time. So if you guys have never heard the word time blocking before, um, you have got to do that with your business. As a real estate agent, we're almost always playing defense. Right? To use a sports analogy, we're always, we are, when that call comes in, we think we gotta pick it up and answer right away. We're always on the defense. Agents on my team, you know, I teach, we, we play offense here. Offense beats defense. We're proactive, not reactive. That's how we control our time. So your phone has a do not disturb or an airplane mode on it. One of the two, use it. I call these 60 90s. The human brain can only focus on so much and have tunnel vision for one, one thing at a time right? For, for a certain amount of time, you cannot have tunnel vision for four hours and be effective, right? You guys have all tried that before. It doesn't work. You've got to have breaks in between. So I use, I use either, uh, sorry, 90, 60 or 60, 30, depending on, um, depending on what I got, got to get done that day. So I'm going to use this for, um, agents say that you, it's time for your prospecting or follow-up, right? And as a real estate agent, if you're on here and you don't have daily prospecting or follow-up, um, we need to talk because that'll absolutely change your business. You're playing defense, not offense. It's not your client's job to follow up with you. It's your job to follow up with them. But anyway, another subject. So, ninety sixty. So what that means is you take ninety minutes. Set a, I set a timer on my phone. Ninety minutes, right? I put my phone on silent. I put it upside down so I don't see the shining lights. If you got a stupid strobe light on the back of your phone, turn it off. Put it on silent. Get. Focus on the task. Tunnel vision on what you're doing. Tunnel vision. No distractions. When that timer goes off, pick your head up, play catch up for 60 minutes. In that 90 minutes, if you only got an hour, do it for an hour. If you only got 30 minutes, do it for 30 minutes. But multitasking is bullshit. It doesn't work. It does not work. You cannot multitask and be effective. You have got to have tunnel vision and focus on one thing at a time. Get that done Then you can play catch up, right? You can give yourself a break, return calls, return emails, whatever it is you gotta do. So say it's a 90, 60, so I have 90 minutes of tunnel vision. I got 60 minutes to play catch up. How many things in your business are so important that they can't wait 60 minutes? Not very many. If you are in control of your schedule, you'll be less stressed, you'll be more effective, way more efficient. One of the biggest things I see my agents struggle with is they're like, well, they're calling me, they're calling me, and they they call me three times in a row, I need to answer. Well, that's because you didn't tell them how to teach them how to communicate with you. You're a real estate professional, right? We don't want to ignore our clients, but they need to respect your time like you respect theirs. Now, if it's an absolute emergency, sure. But 99% of the time, your emergencies aren't emergencies. They can wait an hour. They can wait 30 minutes. If you tell your clients that up front, hey, here's how I communicate, and that's how they know how to expect it, they, they totally respect that, right? They do. I've done it myself. I promise you, they respect that. And now they know the boundaries and you're in control of your schedule. The key is, though, if you tell them I'll get back to you by the end of the day or get back to you within an hour, you've got to follow through on that. No exceptions. Otherwise, you break that barrier of trust and it doesn't work. All right. So 90, 60, 60, 30, whatever it is, phone on silent, airplane mode, do not disturb, whatever works for you. Upside down, no lights, no ding and buzzers, none of that crap, no vibration, nothing. Focus on what it is you've got to get done. Knock it out till that timer goes off. Pick your head up, play catch up. You got more to do, do it again. It makes a huge difference. I'll tell you this. I did I did an exercise with my listing coordinators, I don't know, a couple years ago. And they would just put in listings, whatever, and put it in the MLS, right? You guys hopefully have all done that before and put a listing in the MLS. It took them on average, I think it was like 42 minutes to put one in the MLS just by themselves, without without my intervention, without me helping. I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. Give me your phone. I took their phone away, put them in a the room, locked them in, said, all right, you've got three listings to put in. They did all three of them in an hour. Cut their time in half to do a listing because they had tunnel vision. You can do that in any part of your business, any any part of your world. I'm telling you, if you have tunnel vision, you will be so much more effective. Whenever you say people say, oh, time management, time blocking, that means that, well, now I got to work more. I got to be more efficient. I got to be more effective. No, it's about working less and getting more done. You know what I time block for every day? Family time. Good luck reaching me between seven and eight at night. Good luck because my family is my priority. That's their time. That's time blocked every day. So time blocking, it's your choice. What do you want to do with that hour? What do you want to do with that 30 minutes? It's your choice. You set it and you don't negotiate with yourself. It'll it'll change the way you operate your business. All right, so all of you have heard this <clears throat> heard this quote before from me. Well, most of you have. If you, to, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. How many of you wake up every day and wake up on accident? Huh, I wonder what I'm going to do today. As a real estate agent, it's easy to fall in that trap. It's easy to fall into that. Well, let me just play defense. Oh, my phone rang, I better call them back right away. Oh, I got three emails my phone dinged. I better check those right now. Rather than coming in, getting the stuff done that's priority number one first with tunnel vision. And then when you play catch up, you can respond to those emails. You can return those phone calls. Does that make sense? It makes a huge, huge difference over the period of time. Huge difference. You're playing offense, you're being proactive versus reactive, makes a huge difference. All right, and again, you don't get a trophy for being busy, you gotta be you gotta be efficient and productive. All right, real estate agents, you get paid to do three things. If I were you, one of the things that you come in to do every single day, the very first thing you do when you plan your day would be one of those things that make me money. You're 100% commission based, right? Why in the world are you coming in checking your emails first? How much money have you made by sending emails as a real estate agent? Not a penny, right? Why are you doing that first thing in the morning? Emails are a distraction. You can get, emails are not urgent ever. If it's urgent, they'll they'll pick up the phone and call you. They'll shoot you a text, right? They're not gonna send you an email if it's something urgent. Even if it says urgent, that doesn't mean urgent. That means get back to me within 24 hours. Does that make sense? Quit falling into that trap. That's a time suck. So if you come in and you focus on the things that make you money, which is prospecting, showing or listing properties and negotiating contracts. Those are the three things you get paid to do as a real estate agent. We call those dollar productive activities. Those better be on your schedule every single day and they better be time blocked for if you want to be effective. All right. Um, we got another note here, master your morning, right? Like I said, eat an, how you eat an elephant one body at a time, but well, I eat it first thing in the morning, right? Get rid of it. It gives you a sense of accomplishment. You don't have it hanging over your head all day. If you have that big thing, that's going to be a pain in the butt to do today. Knock it out first thing in the morning so it's not hanging over your head all day. Get rid of it. And if it's something that's so big, you can only accomplish so much of it today before your brain explodes. It's a big project. I understand. I do that, too. But I devote an hour to it first thing in the morning. I want to accomplish this part of this project in the first hour of the morning. This morning, I see, I see an agent on my team here. Um, I kicked her out of my office and said, I'm sorry. I'm time blocking. I'm getting ready for this training. I'll get back to you later. Like I practice what I preach because this was important that I nailed this training for you guys. I asked her, first thing I asked her, was this, is this an emergency? She said, no. I said, okay, I'll get back to you. Because I time block. I practice what I preach. And I hope this training was good enough for you guys, because to be honest, I put it together this morning. I had a bunch of different notes, in different spots, So I hope it was okay. But I practice what I preach and I make sure that I'm in control of my schedule. Master your morning as a real estate agent. It's easy in the afternoon, right? Things go crazy. Things just get crazy in real estate. You've got fires, you got these three deals and all of a sudden this lender calls you and says, sorry, we can't close today. That never happens in real estate, right? Lenders are great, just kidding. Um, love you lenders if you're on here. But um, for real, that happens, right? It happens to all of us. We always have something happen. We have a fire comes up. Oh my gosh, we don't have this, we don't have that, whatever, it happens. It's part of our business. Most of the time those happen in the afternoon. Think back, track your fires. When did most of them happen? Most of them are in the afternoon. Master your mornings while you can, before the fires happen. Get your productive stuff done before you gotta be a fireman, before you gotta get out the fire hose and and fix whatever went wrong that day. Now you still feel productive. How many of you go home at night, have worked your butt off as a real estate agent and sat down and thought, man, I don't, I worked really hard today, but I don't know what I accomplished. This will fix that. I can't fix the fires, right? It's gonna happen, it's just part of the business. But if you can come in and master your mornings, time block, do your 90s, 60s, you will actually be productive every single day and still have those fires to be able to put out. Versus, oh, well, I'm gonna put off prospecting in the afternoon because I think I'll have a better answer rate. You're gonna have no answer rate if you got fires and you can't call nobody. Make sure that you guys control your schedule. Last thing I have is accountability. And if you guys are cool, I can run a a few minutes long. Um, Colin asks, what program do you use for time or choice blocking? I just use my Google Calendar. My Google Calendar is my Bible. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't happen. So much so that my daughter's soccer, anything, anything that I have going on in my life is on my calendar. My family time. You look on my calendar right now, seven to eight every single day is family time. That's just what I use. So find what works for you. Some people like to write it down. Some people like digital. Um, I don't care what you use. And it's not about, oh, finding the perfect tool. If you don't use it, it ain't gonna work. You've got to use it and stick to it. But I just use, I use simple Google Calendar. All right, for selling, how do you know which project to focus on? Because there are so many choices out there. I think I understand this. Um, you you got to prioritize. What is going to be most productive for you? If your answer is everything, then it's nothing. That makes sense? You cannot do everything in one day. You got to focus, what is most important? Knock that out first, move to the next thing. People go, that's what I'm talking about with overwhelm. Well, if you think, oh my gosh, I got to accomplish all this stuff every at the same time this morning, you're not gonna accomplish anything. But if you say, all right, so it's a normal day. First thing I need to do is I only got two pendings. I need to get some more contracts. I better start prospecting. That's my first thing. If I got a counter offer sitting in my email, what's the first thing I'm gonna do? I'm gonna negotiate that contract. If I got showing scheduled, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna do dollar productive activities first. What's most important for that day? To be honest, though, I try to schedule my showings in the afternoon when possible. Hope that answers your question. If you can uh, be more specific, I'd go more in depth, but um, I'm gonna move on to accountability. I'm gonna make this quick, guys. I know I wanna uh, respect your time. So if you are running a team, whether you're running a team, a brokerage, or you're just an independent agent listening to this, you have got to realize accountability is not a cuss word. A lot of people think accountability is a bad thing. Accountability is what helps you progress and move forward. Accountability is holding yourself accountable to do the things that you said you wanted to do, even when you don't want to do them. One of the things I say, anybody I'm interviewing agents or staff, we're looking for self-managed and self-disciplined people because I don't want to be a micromanager. My leadership team doesn't want to be a micromanager. Sure, we want to help. We want to lead. We want to inspire. but We don't want to have to be a manager. Who's ever had a good relationship with a manager in the work past? Very rarely, right? There's a difference in a manager and a leader. So if you're an individual agent, you've got to hold yourself accountable. Write down your goals, remember your why, and hold yourself accountable to that. Break that down into daily actions, what you need to do every single day to accomplish your goal. If you're a team leader, it is your responsibility to hold those people accountable. You have to do it in a great way. You can't be a jerk about it. You've got to realize, you've got to figure out their why and tie it to their why and help them. So how I do it is all my agents, they pick their own goals. They say, I wanna sell 50 homes this year. So we we track everything. So we have some great tracking systems that says, all right, for you to do that, you need to meet with 75 people this year to have buyer's consults. To do that, you need to talk with X amount of people. To do that, you need to call X amount of people. Then we break that down every single day. Here's what you need to do. If you accomplish this every single day, unless your skill set gets better, which you become more effective, right? Then you will reach your goal. You've got to hold yourself accountable to doing those again. It's not about um, most people underestimate or overestimate what they can do in a day. It's about small daily things every single day. It's about the habit. Consistency wins every time. You have to remain consistent and hold yourself accountable to that, even on days you don't feel like it. If it is a goal you set and you have a strong enough why. You've got a great leader to help hold you accountable. You will do that every single day. So we have we use daily trackers. Sometimes um, we've got some pretty cool technology tools that we use now. So we don't really use that as much. But we've got daily trackers. If agents want them, they'll track their calls. It'll track their. They can time block on there. Um, it's just a pretty cool, um, pretty cool sheet. If you want that, um, please send me a message. Um, I'd be happy to happy to send you over a copy of that. Um, we use uh, we use Sisu for tracking some numbers. Um, So if you guys want to learn learn more about that, please reach out to me. I've got a referral code for you. Um, It's a very, very cool tool. It'll track your dials. It connects with your CRM. So anything you log in your CRM, puts it in this dashboard, and you can break down your numbers for your team, for yourself, whatever. Um, Then we do uh, every other week one-on-ones with our agents. Um, Then we do quarterly goal setting and that sort of thing. Um, But just to hold them accountable, make sure that it's, I feel like it's our responsibility. They trust me to help them reach their goals. It's their goals. Very, very important part of it. I don't set their goals for them it's their goals. Why do they want those goals? And then I help hold them accountable to those goals. But if I don't help hold them accountable to that, or I don't know their why, then I'm doing them a disservice as a leader. Same thing with a, a brokerage. It's a little different than a team, but it's very similar. So you have to have to be accountable. You have to realize that's a very, very important, important part of being successful in this business. Win the day. I thought the time management was going to be the longest part, but it turned out being mindset. Hope I wasn't too long-winded. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure that you guys are staying tuned in to Top Agent Experts, there's tons of value there. Um, if you don't have access to the calendar, um, get with uh, Brenda. Brenda Florida, I think is her last name in, in the group. Um, she shared it with me. Um, and it's uh, it's. I now have access to all the trainings, so Adam does some. I know Tierney does some. Blake does some. Mike does some. Um, and now this will be in there. So please make sure that you guys are, are a part of that because there's tons and tons of value and people way smarter than me that are teaching stuff in this group. I'm um, just happy that you guys um, are interested enough to listen to what I have to say. So, hopefully, it was helpful. Stay tuned in. Um, and last but not least, I'm trying to grow my Instagram. So, do help a brother out and follow me on Instagram. It's Matt Smith EXP. Um, if you guys need anything, reach out. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of All or Nothing in Real Estate. If you found anything this valuable, please share this with your friends. All or Nothing in Real Estate is a passion project of mine. This business has done so much for me and my family, and this is my way to give back. I'm also a real estate coach with Chep Black Select Coaching. So if you are interested in having a coaching consultation with me, please check out the link below. All or Nothing in Real Estate is not just a podcast. It is a movement. It is a community of contribution that is single-handedly designed to help change the real estate community in a positive way. So make sure you're following us on all social social platforms and subscribe to us on YouTube. Most importantly, make sure you've requested to join All or Nothing in Real Estate's private Facebook group. That is a private group that we keep in exclusive content and we do it in a private setting to make sure it remains a community of contribution. There's a lot of great in-depth content there for free, so please make sure you join that group as well. And again. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you found this of value, please share this with your friends. It is my goal to give back and contribute to make this industry better for all of us. Thanks again.